0: Welcome to The Watching Dead, the officially unofficial podcast for Daryl Dixon on AMC. We put the dicks in Dixon. I'm Jim. I'm A-Rod. <laughs> Today we're here to do Not a five seconds in
1: and the bullshit's already started. <laughs> oh yeah.
0: You, what, you expected anything else? Anything less from the dynamic duo here? Uh, we're me. here to do a preview. We, we've we heard about ah. this show called Daryl Dixon. Uh, we're excited for it, I think. For for reasons, I don't know if it's the reasons AMC wants us to be excited about it, but we're we're fairly excited about it. Uh, ha- haven't seen the uh, Dead City stuff yet.
1: I got to admit, I noticed. And I don't know it's, if it's
0: necessary, but
1: it's over eighty percent in critical and audience score. What? And a lot of the reviews that I was, of course, you know, I don't know what professional reviewers still reviewing the Walking Dead universe stuff. There you but, go. Yeah. Um. There, it, it seemed like we got it was pretty w- well regarded. So i'm kind of excited to get because i i i always intended to watch that show it's just that um we got unexpectedly busy this summer we did and yeah, we had three shows on we, we had we had to make some some killer decisions and ultimately we decided uh, to go with justified the series over uh the dead city but I, i'd like to circle back to that and, and catch up i don't think they're going to have any tie-ins mm-hmm. but who knows what yeah, the i don't wor- think so different parts of did. the
0: world that we're going to be dealing with um If you're not familiar, I guess a short synopsis of this show is Daryl Dixon has somehow found himself in France and he's trying to get home as best I can tell. Uh, It's weird because he sets off on a mission at the end of last season and his mission is to go out there and find Rick. You know, he feels like he didn't give it his all trying to find his best friend, brother, and now he's going to go out there and find him. I... But it seems like now based on the trailers all he cares to do is get home. He's abandoned
1: his mission to find Rick. He he walked that creek all the way out to the Atlantic Ocean. <laughs> Jesus uh, Found the baguette laying on the beach and said, Some bitch, and he started swimming. Mm-hmm. Started swimming across.
0: Yeah. Must be a clue. <laughs> uh I don't know. It's interesting. We'll talk a little bit more about the trailer here in a second. Uh aaron I, I know you had a list of of things you want to talk about as well how, how do you want to approach this
1: i am pretty excited about this show and i did some extensive research i tried to avoid spoilers and i think i did for the most part uh, but i read a lot of the reviews the embargo actually i think was uh, dropped either today uh, or yesterday so i spent a lot of this morning reading up on that uh, i've already watched the trailers uh, just kind of scouting around and seeing what people are, are saying about it. Oh, I haven't seen any of the reviews of it. So. so from what I can tell, these seem to be the pros of the Daryl Dixon show. Everyone says that Norman Reedus is still a star and a Daryl Dixon, the character, is still very cool. Mm-hmm. And there's a lot of, I saw, united praise for what seems to be actual character development for Daryl.
0: Okay. I mean, over 11 seasons, he
1: did get a little bit of it not as much but, as you think as he was always yeah. the second banana yeah. where now he's like the star of the show so mm-hmm. um, yeah, it, most of his development happened after Rick left true so like I'm I'm pretty excited to see and I, they heard that you know that he even with character development it's very rare that Norman Reedus gets to like stretch Daryl Dixon's legs you know take him take him for mm-hmm. a you know just let out the throttle take him for a ride and I guess that he does get to do some of that They, they give him some better material to work with Okay. The other thing is universally, people say this show is phenomenal looking. It's got a cinematic quality. They really, you know, some of the Daryl Dixon walking through over old Roman aqueducts and recognizably uh, Parisian landmarks. um, That it's just it's gorgeous and cinematic and looks looks great. Saw a couple of shots that I might dicker about
0: uh, a little bit. There, there's a gun. There's a
1: gunfire. Effect that looks like pretty fi- shitty. Oh, a gunfire. Okay, I thought it's like you know bonfire of guns. That's <laughs> that would be amazing. It sounds like some Burning Man shit to me. Uh-huh. Um, and and so there's yeah. the 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 Eiffel Tower,
0: kind of destroyed and and turned into a leaning tower of Pisa. I guess.
1: That I don't know. I guess it looked fine. So a lot of people kind of you know no surprise that Daryl that the the core Daryl is good, but uh, you know. They had this character, uh, or this this the, his co-star, uh, Clements Posey. I don't know. You're not you're not steeped in the Harry Potter f- lore, but if all. you are and you're familiar with the movies, she is the woman who played Fleur Delacour, um, in the Goblet of Fire, and she plays a nun. And I guess uh, people have cited her that, that she's got some really impressive range, some good material. Apparently, there's a lot of pre-zombie flashbacks, yeah, to kind of explain story. how she got there. And there's, you know, that's something we always love when they go back to pre-fall mm-hmm. and do. So um, apparently, she's there, she's in it. Uh, she does a lot with the material, and it's good. Um. Yeah. So the things that l- th- things I might have a problem with. Uh, And then I also have another pile of like maybes. Uh, But these are things that I feel like "Mm, this 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 gives me a frowny face. It seems designed to draw comparisons to The Last of Us. The 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 shape of the season is Daryl goes to this nunnery convent where they've been protecting a young boy who uh, Mm -hmm. like a teenage boy, 14, 15 year old boy who is destined to save mankind from the zombie apocalypse. It's Mm -hmm. just a bender. It's it's a bender. It's a bender gent. It's a bit. It's it's a gender bent uh, Ellie from The Last of Us, right? And you got uh, Daryl in the um uh, the 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 not Ellie position, the Joel position. Mm
0: -hmm.
1: I, I, I there's I I don't think AMC is copying from The Last of Us, I did with the development cycles and everything, it just seems like it's one of those um, coincidences, or maybe Norman Reedus is like, you know why uh, in a video game I escorted a fetus? Uh, mm-hmm. Maybe I could do that uh, 12 years older, 13, 14 years older. Uh, I, I don't know, but like, The Last of Us did this storyline mm. so fucking well, and it wasn't that long ago, right? That's just a couple yeah. months ago we wrapped up with this. I'm a little worried that The Walking Dead is not going to look good in comparison
0: (laughs) there is zero chance
1: that it will look good in comparison zero chance so and especially since a lot you know like the last of us could have gone wrong but a lot of that plot works and depends on the likability and relatability of that said young person and the last of us both the video Mm -hmm. game and the series knocked it out of the park with ellie you know um, I hear that Daryl Dixon, not so much. That this kid is very annoying. Uh, <laughs> okay,
0: the trailers don't the thing- really tell me that. Like, his, his name's Laurent, I guess. And he <sighs> seems
1: he's yeah, I'm fine. already annoyed. <laughs> um, <laughs> oh, great. Um, yeah, and that's the thing. is like, I kind of want to push back because Ellie is annoying as shit. In a way, In yeah. certain ways. Um, But like you know you never like turn against her it's just like she's like well that's just yeah she's acting like a a kid that grew up in a fucking apocalypse a little nihilist you know she's she's acting that way yeah i i'm 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 a little concerned about that um the walking
0: dead is hit and miss with its children right i mean judith she's great and then you have the shitty teens you have uh do you have enid who i ended up really liking um i liked enid a lot yeah yeah so so there are a lot of examples and points and counterpoints there for The Walking Dead. We'll just
1: hope sure. they they pick one that is good. Yeah. Um the other thing is like you mentioned that like Daryl got to France somehow. So I think the trailers gave me the impression that it's somewhat of a mystery that there's yeah. a little bit of like uh Jason Bourne here that Daryl Dixon washes up on France like how the fuck Uh-huh. Apparently that's not the case daryl knows how and why he got to france but the show treats it as a mystery to us the viewer Ugh. and it reveals and it's like th- and it reveals either gradually throughout the season or all at once towards the end like why he's there in the first place this sounds like classic walking dead there? scott gimple overreach like fucking with the narrative structure just cause and i'm worried
0: who what are the stakes what are the what is the what is the drama of that i don't understand like unless it has some bigger relevance to the next season of this show as to how he got there why does it matter why should that be the big mystery of the season
1: i, I don't know unless it has something to do with that central mission of like finding rick mm-hmm. and they're like wanting to try to bury the lead with that um sure i could see it but his mission now seems to go home
0: like he just wants to get back to america <laughs> right that's the thing that the trailers keep saying is like his road home is paved with redemption i thought mm-hmm. i thought
1: he was already kind of redeemed yeah he redeem got himself? so many so many sins that he committed in the walking dead is unforgivable the audience hates him <laughs> Right, i don't remember you know. that but i could be mistaken <laughs> even Negan's trying to vouch for him in Alexandria now you know he's 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 mm-hmm. that far he's fallen that far um, <laughs> and then you'll never guess I, I, a couple of reviews cited problems with pacing and tone <laughs> I, I would never have thought now, that's the other thing is like so all these negatives is so interesting because like this was supposed to be Angela Kang's baby mm-hmm. and you'll remember we covered this a little bit at the twilight of season 11 that somehow this was going to be a Carol and Daryl Farrell adventure and it was gonna Angela King's gonna be a showrunner and it's gonna be so then Melissa McBride had to drop out for some reason I can't remember what it was whether it was schedule, or health or COVID so it was re- (laughs) <laughs> it was refact. I, I got to wrestle with a rat for how long? Um, I get- going back to the rat wrestling. Well, okay. Uh-huh. Um, so then it was reconceived developmentally as a Norman Rita solo project. And at some point it got moved to shooting in France. And at that point, Angela King got unattached. And I'm not sure it's because it's because she just like, hey, fuck you guys. I ain't going Mm-hmm. You know, it's bad enough. I had to spend all my summers in, uh, uh, d- Georgia. You're going to, you're going to ship me all the way across the world now for, for a year to shoot this thing. I, I'm not, I, I, what I wish I knew, cause I have so much esteem for how Angela Kang tried to run the walking dead, um, versus this guy, they got running David Zabel. The only thing he's f- well known for is running is, is I don't want to say running ER into the ground. But he took over ER around 2008 when people started rapidly losing interest in the project. So Mm -hmm. it's like, you know, is that a good thing that he got this big high profile uh, drama drama that he ran for the better part of a decade? Is it a bad thing that, you know, he saw overseal the Twilight cancellation era of ER I don't know, and I that's I that I loved ER up until about that time, and I stopped watching mm. because the plot started getting ridiculous. You know, all the big stars started to move on. At some point, it says Noah Wiley, I think. Yeah, uh, trying He's trying to hold, f- trying far to hold the Clooney. Yeah, yeah. Um. So yeah, I I I don't know, and Scott Gimple at the very top of the masthead. That is not a sign of quality that's my biggest biggest red flag yeah The
0: Walking Dead tends to get better when Scott Gimple butts out so him butting back in here seems like a bad thing to me but I don't know man I'm gonna enjoy covering the show my pros and cons are it's wait, The wait, Walking was, Dead that's, that's I, all I, of my pros and cons The Walking Dead
1: I was gonna say one other pro is this has already been renewed for a second season so even if they're like if this is cause this is currently sitting at 69% <laughs> Uh, on Rotten Tomatoes, <laughs> mm-hmm. uh, which tells me it's not a terrible show, but it's sort of room for improvement. And a second season guarantees that they will get a chance. Well, who knows with the writer strike? Um, sure, but like it seems to give them a good chance at uh, at being able to correct anything, any missteps. Now, there's two things I wasn't sure about, mostly because I wasn't sure how you'd react to it.
0: Hmm. Okay.
1: I hear that this show continues to explore the larger The Walking Dead universe idea of these newly evolved super zombies.
2: Which you did
1: not like towards the tail end. I was kind of pro. Like, I've seen zombies for 11 fucking seasons. I'm ready for zombies that can jiggle. Jiggle doorknobs and clumsily come at you with a knife. I like that. I like that.
0: Yeah, I guess I didn't like how they did it. I'm trying to remember exactly how they did it, because I remember a scene in a fort like a little, like a treehouse kind of thing. It's a
1: renaissance fair.
0: Yeah, where the zombies were jiggling outside and got in, climbed Jiggly a ladder the knobs, maybe. I don't yeah. know.
1: Mm-hmm. And
0: I was thinking, like, wouldn't it have been cool if they were doing this all along? But to do it right at the end of the series felt weird to me. I think is how I felt about it.
1: And and I think it's because this was a d- thing that they were developed through, in, like, Fear and World of the Walking Dead or whatever. Right. And, and I missed it's out on like, Yeah, so they're like at the tail end of The Walking Dead introducing this.
0: Yeah, it felt like a a weird sort of almost retcon of the zombies in the show.
2: But I don't know. I'm,
0: I'm not necessarily disappointed to hear that. I guess like it's better than just having a bunch of stealth zombies constantly popping up in the woods of France. Right, right. I'm not interested in that
1: at all. And and the zombie work still looks stunning. I don't know if Nicotero is still um attached to this project at all. I don't see him on oh, wait yeah, he is. He's one of the executive producers. But I don't I don't know how nice. much latex he handles nowadays, but the zombie effects still look amazing. Uh-huh. Um uh-huh. they haven't you know, the, the latex budget is, is is if anything looks to be increased. Um the other one that I was a little concerned with is apparently they're gonna deal with like religion and faith in a much more tangible way than like the little kind of non-denominational exploration they did with father Gabriel. Okay. Like, like dealing with even like supernatural type things. That's also a touch and go because I've, I don't, you know, people's faith and what they believe. I don't have a problem with, but like if they start having like ghosts and goblins and like demonic possession, they start taking this in the nun direction. Mm-hmm. I don't, yeah. to me, that's not the walking dead. There's nothing supernatural about the walking dead other than the fucking zombies virus. Uh uh. Uh-huh. That's the yeah, there there aren't ghosts and witches and sorcery and stuff like that. So I that that might be, but if it's just like these nuns, you know, and how they keep faith and that's that's fine. That's that's uh in fact I love it when they explore stuff like that. So we'll see. Sure. Yeah, I'm down with that. Uh I I'm interested to see
0: how they keep it interesting, I guess. Um because the Walking Dead tends to do longer seasons than other shows it's Mm -hmm. like minimum at this point is 16 i let me look up how many episodes are in this season hey don't
1: shamble off we'll be right back after the break
0: we're getting geared up for the sixth annual summer badass
2: fest and while we're working on a slate of apex badass films to enjoy, we've got an early action-packed announcement to make. Just like last year, we're kicking off badass season with a live movie watch and podcast recording. We've rented out a theater for connoisseurs of action films and ball move fans that just want to have a great time. Unlike last year, this year's movie is top secret, Hush Hush.
0: No hints, except it's incredibly badass. It stars an absolute icon of the genre, We're willing to bet most of you haven't seen it, and it's gonna be an incredible viewing
2: experience with a packed house of bald movers.
1: Welcome back, survivors. Here's even more about The Walking Dead. All right,
0: I looked. I, I looked it up, and it's only six episodes. So it, I, that's a good way to keep it interesting. Just don't make yeah. as much of it.
1: <laughs> They've never, like, you know, there's in even good seasons of The Walking Dead. Once they went to the 16 episode format, there was always yeah. two, three, four episodes of flab in any mm-hmm. given season because they just didn't they just didn't have it. Uh, there should not be that's why that's what blows my mind especially the forbes article i wrote uh i read though with the pacing problems like how the fuck do you have pacing issues in six hours of television right
0: you i know. mean if the story you're telling is microscopic maybe uh if they have nothing more to do than escort a child across the countryside maybe i could see it
1: I, know, I, I assume it's gonna be a like, lot, like make a four-episode miniseries. Have it good, <laughs> sure. like that's the thing at this at this stage. Like I, I don't know. It's like I don't know what AMC is trying to hold on to smaller and smaller uh, groups of fans uh, with smaller oh, sp- yeah. I, I, or, or like because I, I guess my thing would be like. There's a lot of people out of affection for Daryl Dixon, the character. Instead of trying to make something bloated and half-assed, make something really good so inevitably when the 24-plus million people that used to love and watch The Walking Dead each week, like, you know what? Fucking Norman Reedus, hell yeah. I'm going to check that out on Sunday night. It'll be good. Mm-hmm. It'll be concentrated amazing. That's That would be my advice. That's what I'm saying. Like The pacing issues on a six-hour show just blow my fucking mind. Yeah, I'm interested
0: but- to see how the audience is for this because i think there's potential there but the walking dead went on for so long and it lost so many viewers over the mm-hmm. course of that that people who haven't seen daryl dixon in six seasons five seasons whatever are are they gonna acknowledge yeah i've missed all that but i guess i'll just go back in and check on daryl dixon for this new show or are they gonna be like eh, that's just throwing good money after bad no, thanks.
1: The thing is, is moving him to France. Like if I was I'm, I'm trying to think of if I was it's a pretty outside, big reset. If I if I stopped watching and like at the height of the stupidity of the Glinton dumpster fire and like around season seven, mm-hmm. if I hear the Derek's come out and he's in France. I'm like, that kind of, I feel like I'd be more interested because that implies, mm-hmm. like, I'm not going to have to know a whole bunch of, like, Alexandrian fucking politics to understand what's going on. Like, Daryl is sure. a fish out of water and so will I. That'll, so, like, that's smart. And if this is good, then I could see it winning a lot of people back, you know, especially if they're not going to do bloated 16-episode yeah. seasons of stuff. Yeah, it's about getting the word out there that,
0: hey, you maybe don't have to have seen the 300 hours of the walking dead that there are to come mm-hmm. to this show
1: now if you're just like a new person like I, that's I, yeah. surely there's nobody that has there's not a new no. person born like I want to start watching the walking dead and Daryl Dixon is my
0: nope AMC is not picking up any new viewers with this stuff they're like you said holding on to audience that either
1: they still had at the end of The Walking Dead or that might come back for something like this. That's pretty smart, because honestly, just reclamation, Mm -hmm. like, you know, that's... You've got 20 million people there. That's a huge audience.
0: Yeah, we'll see how much of it they reclaim. Um, How many times are we going to hear the phrase Viva La France? I have... (laughs) no clue. (laughs) In In a show... About the undead in
1: Paris, like you're it's gonna like saying, how have many to berets, hear more than How once. many mimes? How many uh, how many Jerry Lewis comedies will we see? I mean, just just like the the long live, you know that that part of it to me is the the interesting part in a dead landscape. I don't know. It just so do you think that there's like a national because like, like that's that was curiously missing on The Walking Dead. There wasn't like politics. Like no one said. Mm-hmm you know fucking uh no one no one started chanting usa at any time that they the characters had a triumph or anything so i'm like do you think that they're more nationalistic over in Paris? that they're these nuns are going to give us a rousing viva la france
0: potentially potentially i think that's possible i'm curious to know how much french daryl dixon is going to learn in his journeys, because he other than look, the I, swear I wanna, words, I don't want to sell him short, right? I mean, he learned sign language. This true, pretty quick. Uh, he yeah. he's the language guy. If anybody is, so
1: I could see him learning a little bit of French. Yeah, and he being speaks curious feral it. raccoon, possum. <laughs> sure,
0: that would be able squirrel. to
1: understand his French, but mm-hmm. could call, call squirrel start and, it. and hog. Yeah, he's he's quadlingual. Mm-hmm. <laughs> dog has that r- command of roughly sixty percent in the English language. Uh huh. At least the good parts. <laughs> All right. Uh, we, what else we we The tease. the teas, and people. Uh, we could probably talk about
0: our coverage. Like, what is our plan? Ah, uh, yes.
1: What is our plan, Jim?
0: Uh, well, this is a standard Sunday night release for The Walking Dead. Um, so our plan is to do a standard Tuesday podcast. It'll be out yeah. sometime in the afternoon there, just like we did with The Walking Dead proper. Uh, we'll do it for six six. six Sorry, six episodes. Can't guarantee any more seasons than the first one. Um, and, you know, if we have enough feedback at the end, we'll do the wrap up. We'll yeah, see.
1: I was just thinking that's the thing is like if we have a lot of feedback, we might do a separate feedback episode. If we have a smattering of feedback, probably integrate it. Um, any plans? Because I know some people are curious about uh, if, we, if we'd ever take the long strike as a chance to come back and uh, visit maybe Dead City or something like that.
0: I'd like to. yeah, this is such a short show, and we don't have a ton of stuff going on
1: after it, so we might just roll right into that. We'll have to see. yeah, yeah, we'll see. We'll see because you never know what might be announced that's
0: because
1: uh... mm-hmm. they like I said like a week ago I think they announced Fargo. I was thinking mm-hmm. that that might not make the schedule and then it uh, got a like a November release. so who knows but uh, yeah that'd be that'd be fun. Uh, if you want to send feedback, send it into TwD at baldmove.com TwD at baldmove.com. Uh, we will consider that uh, on the next podcast. If you are uh, just just finding out about us or just coming back to us and you want to find out what else we're doing because uh, we're, we're watching a new Star Wars Ahsoka. Uh, we've got uh, Loki starting up pretty soon. Uh, follow us on our social medias. All of our social medias at baldmove. Pick which one is your favorite, except for TikTok. We're at Move there. Finally, if you'd like to support us, I highly recommend it. You get ad-free feeds and even more bonus content each week by supporting us. It keeps us podcasting. Support.baldmove.com. Thanks, everybody, for listening. We'll see what Daryl gets up to. Oh, odds-on Carol-making appearance sometime this season. Uh, Probably zero. I mean, how
0: would she get to France?
1: Maybe a flashback or something? That's what I'm saying. There's there's, there's flashbacks. Uh, uh, There's denouement. Dream. We're in France, so could always you could always do that um, uh, I'm going to say 75% okay this yeah. was the Carol and Daryl project she had the bow out good friends of the production good friends with Norman Reedus I bet she burns a day out of her life to go and do a, a quick five-minute scene of welcoming Daryl back to America or
2: <laughs> oh, you think wrote, he's getting back showing to up America? at the end
1: and it's all sweaty in a rowboat she's come over there to join uh-huh. him yeah that's uh, more likely you know just, just just row across to the what is it the Bay of Biscay and ho oh, 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 you're here in Francais uh, that's going to do it for this week thanks everybody we'll see you on the first episode of Daryl Dixon until then I'm Aaron and I'm Jim see ya